I'm gonna assume we just need to cut this entire section out. <laughs> and if that isn't the thing that we start the podcast with before the intro, <laughs> we're just gonna have to cut all of this bit out. <laughs> and then and then you being like redacted. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, welcome to episode two, I guess. Um, this is We're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. I'm Robbie. I'm Lisa. Yeah, so this is, this is fun. Yeah, it's quite exciting. I've been looking forward to recording see episode, episode two. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm good. I am very tired. Oh, so first of all, to explain, it's 7am here. It is, what time over there? It's 11pm here. I think, 11 yeah, 11.05. Bedtime, that's what time it is. Um, but I have coffee, so... I just ate a slice of pizza. <laughs> oh, the dream. I won't yeah. pizza. I had a slice of pizza because I didn't have time to eat between coming home from work and going to see Endgame because my commute takes an hour. Mm-hmm. No thanks. takes an hour of driving... At least. It's 15 miles, too, which is fun. That is a trek. But your commute isn't much better. Yeah, but mine's just because of, like, public transport. And I have to go to the busy city centre. But I have free coffee waiting on waiting for me on the other side, so... I mean, technically... It makes it all worth it. Technically, I get free coffee, but it's, like, bad. Ah. Uh, it's, like... That's the cav- caveat. Yeah, it's not good coffee. <laughs> that doesn't count as a bonus. No one wants that. I'm trying to think of any bonus for my job. There's a petting zoo right across the street. Oh, hang on. There you go. Oh, right. Okay. It's a, well, yeah, so it's no, there isn't a petting zoo in my work. <laughs> I, I was like, why is this not the first thing you've discussed? Like, why do you not live at work? No, it's so exciting, though, because I do get, I have a cube with a window so I can see oh, the petting zoo from my the- cube. Amazing. I mean, what like what's can you see the animals? Yeah, sometimes if if the goats are on top of their houses, I can see them, and they're teeny teeny tiny, but I can see them. Yeah, but you can just you can look out and be like, that's a goat. Yeah, and that's and sometimes sometimes in life, sometimes I can see the mini horse. (laughs) Now, do you mean like a pony, or is it like a miniature? No, like a little Sebastian from Parks and Rec mini horse. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I was like, just check it. <laughs> no, ponies are what hobbits ride. This is true. This is true. <laughs> and Lisa's just outed herself as a fucking nerd. So, <laughs> there we go. As though people didn't already know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how I met you was, I like your Doctor Who pin. Yeah, that's true. Please that's be true. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was a, a quick hint there, isn't it? <laughs> it's all good. It's fairly obvious. I did I did realise that we spent a lot of the first podcast talking about Endgame and forgot to put a spoiler alert on it. I thought I added one. I did. Oh, did you? I think I did. I might have missed that bit. Hopefully, I'd, I'll have to go back and check. I was just. It was like yeah. I was like, oh wait, hang on. <laughs> no, I'm fairly certain I added. Um, I'm fairly certain I added a spoiler alert in like the exact time that people could fast forward to. Excellent. Okay. 
And this is why Lisa is doing the editing for the first few podcasts <laughs> until I learn how to do all these things. <laughs> I don't know if you listened to it, but I also added some name redacted things in it. I did. I, I've listened to it like two or three times, but I think each time I just get so excited. I'm like, whoa, we have a podcast. <laughs> We're fine. It's fine. All right. So we do have a docket. Yay. A plan. An agenda, if you will. Oh my goodness. We're so prepared. Words. Where do you want to start? Other synonyms for docket. <laughs> Where do you want to start? I think you have a lot to explain about The Bachelorette. Oh, yes. So I think we should start there. Okay, so you know The Bachelorette. I know of it. I believe there may be a UK version, but I that's, that's it. See, I was surprised to discover this, and I don't know why. <laughs> because obviously everything American is everywhere else too, isn't it? It's true, yeah. Um, no, so The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and then they also have another show called Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, that's the one where they get all the old ones on the island, right? Yeah! Excellent. It's like Hunger Games, right? Yeah, basically, but Hunger Games of love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's mostly just people hooking up. I'm pretty sure only, like, one couple has stayed together from that. Oh, well. Do you know what? One is all you need. I don't actually watch any of these shows, but I do enjoy Uh watching the first few episodes because the whole premise is that there's, what, like 30 guys and one girl or like 30 girls and one guy. And slowly throughout awkward group dates, you single out the person you want to marry. Oh, wow. Yeah. It ends in, it, it ends in a proposal. Wow. <laughs> That's so intense. Yeah. I love it. And they just released the bios for the new batch. Oh, hit me with it. Okay, so, I mean, I'm not going to read all of them because that would be insane. Pick There's like 30 of them. But they're all like mostly white men from across the U.S. And they all have like average jobs. They're all between like, what, like? 25 and 33 or so good age yeah so they all just have like little biographies like cam is a software salesman from austin texas oh excellent so and then his biography cam is a sales manager from texas with a competitive personality he loves to be the life of the party and is the self-proclaimed dance floor king he will will he make the right moves to impress our bachelorette well, he better. And then they have fun facts. The Notebook is his all-time favorite movie. That's a lie. I'm pretty that is sure. <laughs> that's that's what every man trying to impress a woman says. Yeah. And then Cam can freestyle a rap about anything and play the harmonica. Okay, so I need receipts for both of these claims. <laughs> I mean, these are the sexiest qualities in a man, right? <laughs> that's what's oh, going to... That's what makes you want to marry someone. Yeah. And then the most important thing Cam looks for in a woman is, can you guess it? Boobs. Good dental hygiene. Oh. Do you know what? That's fair. Me too. Oh, there's there's two there's there's two Connors this season. There's always two people with the same name and then they go this one's, you know, Robbie M, and this one is Robbie S. Well, Robbie S already sounds like a douchebag, so... 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. These... The problem is half of these guys look the same to me. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Like, all white guys look the same. Sorry, Robbie. That's okay. I'll accept that. I just see you and Callum, and I'm like, what's up with that? (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird. It's like we're identical. (laughs) For anyone who doesn't know, Robbie's a twin. (laughs) An identical twin. Which does trip me out, because I've never met Callum in person. This is true. So every single time I see pictures of you, I'm like, imposter! A budget Imposter! Who photoshopped a second Robbie! (laughs) I felt lonely, (laughs) so I cut some (laughs) images of two of me. Okay, this one is called John Paul Jones. Oh, a lot of names. He's 24, and under his, uh, John Paul Jones is a financial analyst from Maryland. Who is here looking for the real deal when John Paul Jones isn't daydreaming about his future wedding? (laughs) (laughs) A red flag. He enjoys traveling the world and contemplating the meaning of life. Could Hannah, Hannah's the bachelorette, be John Paul Jones' future bride? Okay, I have have just one real quick issue with this, right? When he's not thinking about his future wedding. Mm Mm-hmm. He's, he's traveling the world. Now, either this man travels the world a lot and that makes that statement acceptable or he does like what I do, like maybe one holiday a year and just spends a ridiculous amount of time <laughs> stressing about his wedding. And I'm like, that's what he had a run. Like, this man probably has a book of ideas, and which is only no 24. problem. Oh, he's such a pretty boy, too. I'm going to send you his bio so you can see his face. Oh, you know I love a pretty boy. He's just like, I'm trying to think of what actor he looks like, and I can't think of it. Like a, like someone from Boys Meet, like Boy Meets World. Okay. I'm so scared that I'm going to (laughs) close Skype again. Do you see his face? Oh, there he is. John Paul Jones. So while you're looking at his face, I'm going to read you some Fun facts about him. Oh, excellent. Oh, I do see his face. He is pretty. Right? All right. Okay, I'll give him a pass. He can plan a wedding. When referring to John Paul Jones, always use his full name, John Paul Jones. Oh. (laughs) What? Oh, never mind. (laughs) Can I just call him JPJ? Mm. What about cute nicknames? What if I call him Curtains? Because we're not here, (laughs) Curtains. I love it. Yeah. Paul John Paul Jones' favorite drink is champagne. Oh, pretentious. And John Paul Jones rarely uses words that are less than three syllables long. How do you have a conversation, John Paul Jones? Less than three. I can't even... He must have really short conversations. Conversations. He couldn't say the word conversation. No, 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 no. He'd have to say chat. Well, no, he would have... He rarely uses words less than three syllables long, so he could use conversation. Oh, less than? Yeah. Oh. So, like, what is he, like, he probably gets talked at a lot, and then he just responds with, like, definitely. Yeah. Exactly. I was going to say for sure, but that's also there. No, he can't say for sure. No. JPJ can't say for sure. Curtain, sweet playing (laughs) out. So I've just seen his picture, like, zoomed in, and I'm not, I'm out. Wait, so John Paul Jones isn't even his surname included. Wait, are you on the website? Yeah. Can you go to the bottom where it says meet the cast and just 
try to tell me that half of those guys don't look exactly the same? Oh no, they look exactly the same. But right? Math teacher Brian is 30 from Louisville. He's mm -hmm. he's very handsome. Not gonna disagree with you there. Does Brian plus Hannah equal well? <gasps> oh, that's a math equation. Brian loves singing karaoke until he loses his voice. Then Brian needs to get his ass to Supercube with me and you. Because <gasps> oh that's my where gosh. it's at. That would be so much fun. Mind that time. Brian's like, why am I here? Like, just fucking sing. <laughs> <laughs> I miss karaoke with you guys. Because it's the best. Yeah. All right. So next thing on the docket, we missed a very important day for you last week. Oh, we did. We did. <laughs> Do you want to explain what it was? Oh, yeah, go on. Um, so seven years ago, on the 3rd of May, I unfortunately passed away for a little while. I had some dodgy heart issues that caused my heart to just stop itself. Just take a little take a little break. But luckily I had some, well, first of all, my brother who did, as far as I'm aware, he did CPR on me. Oh, wow. Yeah, until they got there. I'm so glad and you then, have a clone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now we're <laughs> grateful. Now we're grateful. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, as far as I'm aware, he did CPR on me, and then the um, emergency people, ambulance and stuff, arrived with a defibrillator, and they got that working. Um, the the biggest issue, honestly, from the whole event, was that the nipple piercing I'd kept secret from my family was <laughs> dramatically revealed as they <laughs> cut my t-shirt off to zap me, and my nana was apparently on the phone to my mum, being like, "When did Robbie get his nipple pierced?" And my mum was like. He doesn't have his nipple pierced. And she was like, I'm in the ambulance with him right now and he's definitely got a nipple pierced. <laughs> I missed that part. That's amazing. Yeah. Sadness. <laughs> and then, Did they have um, to remove it for the defibrillator? Def no. Defibrillator. No. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to remove it. They were going to give me an MRI and they were like, we... Um, it should be fine, but we want to remove it just in case. And I was like, now nah, I'm good. And my mum was like, don't be stupid, you're getting it removed. And I was like, nah, it's fine. And then she was like, well, I'll pay for you to get it re-pierced if you just get it taken out and have the MRI. And me being 18 was like, yeah, sounds like a good deal. Um, <laughs> and they couldn't get it off because it was so tight. Like it's, it was the ball and hoop and they couldn't get it off. So my mum went across the road from the hospital to a construction site and asked to borrow a pair of pliers from, from these builders. So she just swanned back into the hotel and just cut it off my nipple oh my <laughs> into the hospital. And she just cut it off and I was like, oh, oh right. Oh this is done now. Oh That's yeah. so good. <laughs> my mum's a badass. Goodness, I didn't hear the whole story. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things you don't tell people in uni about these things. <laughs> and now you're telling everyone. I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's been seven years now. I'm good. Did you actually get the piercing redone? Yeah. Nice. He's in here. So, I remember because we celebrated your death day and I felt so cool because it was like a whole Harry Potter thing. We did have a we did have a death day party, yeah. You're showing your nerd again there, Lisa. Um Oh my god. <laughs> it's not subtle at all. <laughs> uh yeah, we um 
we had a death day party and it was great fun. Not as many people turned up as they said they were going to, but I'm not better, so. Oh my gosh. I just remember it. It was super fun. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, do you know who Rob Zombie is? Because I was like, we should call it Rob Zombie Day because that's great. I do know. He's the um, the director <laughs> of all those movies, right? Yeah, like, a, I'm pretty sure it's, like, horror occult movies or something. I mean, with the name, like, Rob Zombie, it's true. you can't do anything else. No, you kind of limit yourself there, really. That'd be like me being called, oh, no, I can't say that. Redacted. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> Gonna save you the trouble of editing and just do it there. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I've gotten better, though. <laughs> You're stopping yourself beforehand. Yeah. Which is helpful <laughs> yeah we're 20 minutes in and i've not needed a redaction so that's true nailing it um yeah no that was fun but we also missed um there were there were two big events so there was my death day on the th- thursday mm-hmm. and then on the tuesday so the tuesday that's just passed i celebrated five years in my job and nobody blinked I think I liked I it on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, so everyone on LinkedIn noticed it. And the, to be honest, I didn't realise it happened either. So I took a screenshot and sent it. I've got like a little work group chat. Mm-hmm. And I sent it and no one responded. I was like, <gasps> you all are snakes. <laughs> Five years and nothing. Yeah, I'm now the longest running member of that store because I started a month before my store manager. Wow. You should yeah. run that place. No, I'm okay. <laughs> no, I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, you are there 40 hours a week. That's insane to me. To be fair, three of those are at other stores because I'm a boss. Oh my gosh. Wait, are you still at the one on Princess Street? Sometimes. No, never been at that one. I thought you oh, were at that um, one for a while. I did my training for supervisor there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I, I just, I love that one. Only because it's Cause got a view of a castle. castle. Yeah. <laughs> you know me, I love a good castle. Yeah. You're so easily pleased <laughs> as soon as there's a castle in a hill. I mean, we just don't have them here. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We have missions, but those aren't exciting. What's a mission? A mission is, um, it's basically like a big church for like monks and priests and stuff from when the Spanish ruled California and there's like a ton of them up and down California they're like old Spanish style buildings and they're really pretty but it's also kind of like horrific when you think about you know the probable atrocities that happen there to Native Americans that's true I mean that's just kind of like the whole country but yeah it's less than ideal (laughs) (laughs) that reminds me of um Last time I went to visit, did I talk about this last time? I might have talked about this last time and I have to, then I'll have to get rid of it. But um, when I, last time I visited and I stayed with Tom and Sarah, they were trying to take over a garden plot in their shared backyard. I don't think you have mentioned and, this. I don't even think I know the story. Tell okay. me more. Oh, okay. Um, so there was like an open garden plot and one of their neighbors was like, oh yeah, you should just stake it you can like america it you know just claim it as your own and oh i held my tongue but i did not want to that's so uncomfortable why would they say that right i was like we learned it from you (laughs) who did we 
who do you think you learn? We learned it from, except for the empire upon which the sun yeah. never set. Like, ah, oh, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> right? Why are people like this? I don't know. Maybe he heard me talking and was trying to see if I'd have a response. Yeah, trying to wind up. But then that's just wind up like, the American. Oh, and I couldn't give him that satisfaction. Yeah, you just yell at him. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> just come out with like, you know, big typical like. I don't know what would be the most aggressive. What do you think is the most aggressive U.S. accent? It has to be the South, right? The South, yeah, yeah. like. Well, so like, ah, oh, come on, y'all! Like, how dare you just say that about America? Yeah. I wanted to like shoot the okay hand signal at you, but I can't anymore because it's a white supremacist hands now. Oh, sad. Well, can can I we know. still do that one? Yeah, we can still do peace signs. Because okay. that's when my friend Connor at work walks in and instead of saying hello or even acknowledge me, he just goes, <laughs> he walks me past me and I'm like, hello, Connor. <laughs> yeah, you can still do peace signs, but you can't do the okay hand signal, which is just, why do they take everything good? How dare they? How dare they? <sighs> Makes me so angry. It stresses me out how widespread all that is becoming, like white supremacy and... Oh, yeah. I feel like we blinked and suddenly it was all back again. Like, oh, it's the 50s again. Yeah. Like, Obama wasn't president and then all of it, like, as soon as Obama left office, it it was just like... Yeah, we can be racist now? Like, (laughs) we're allowed to be racist again? Like, no, no, that's not what we're saying. Oh, man. Yeah, no, it's it's real fun dating here. (laughs) Oh, I bet. Because, like, I have to, like, politically, like, check people. That would stress me out. Right? I'm like, it's not that you're a bad person, but you could be. Yeah. I don't think we have that as much here. Like, I don't think, like, I make jokes about it and stuff, but I don't think if I was actually interested in a guy and he turned out to be, like, politically minded in a different way to me, I don't think we have such a severe political... Um, divide. Yeah, there's there's not that much divide. Like, I mean, in regards to Brexit, and obviously the Scottish independence thing. Yeah. I think I'm quite open-minded in that. If people didn't vote the same way as me, I'm quite happy to discuss that. And it doesn't really affect my judgment on them unless they're like hardcore, like Brexit, send them all home. I'm like, oh, you're you're not just politically different to me. You're an asshole. So you need to not be near me. Yeah. yeah. No, that's also helpful. It's It helps probably on your guys' side that you don't have a two-party system. Yes, this is true. Because it's bad. It's not good. Yeah, it's not great. (laughs) There's not much more you can say about that. No, no, that's really... Yeah. I don't understand... You guys' political system confuses me so much. Oh, really? Because I don't even understand yours. There's like 18 different parties and... You just... You vote for... I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's called something representation and it's like based on the vote of the whole country each party gets the same percentage of their votes as seats in parliament so if you won so i i know that there's something like 300 and something seats if you win two percent of the of the public vote across the uk you get two percent of those seats okay and it means that I mean, okay, well, that's not the most powerful say that you could have in that government. It means you're still in there get having your voice heard, essentially. Not right now. There is a lot of, a lot of shit going down. 
where they just ignore people. Oh, surprising. Theresa May has had the same. So she basically for Brexit, she came and said, here's a deal I've made. And they were like, no, we don't like that. Go back. So instead of going back, she just came back the next day and went, here's the same deal again. And they were like, no. And then she was like, here's the same deal, but I've changed a little bit. And they were like, no. And then it took like the sort of this the speaker who's sort of like the independent adjudicator sort of thing but it's not that simple he was like no okay Teresa, you can't bring this back until there is significant changes to like the actual content of it and that's why you guys are having halloween brexit because it, w- it didn't need to get scarier it was march and then it was june and now it's and now it's halloween and i'm hoping that this is just like it's going to like get until April 1st, 2020, and then they'll be like, April 1st, we're not leaving. <laughs> now like, oh, we'll, see. we'll see. My favourite Brexit thing. Not that there is a favourite Brexit thing to be had. It's true. <laughs> but have you heard of the Reunion Boys? No. It's a boy band that formed with its sole purpose of bringing Britain back into the EU. Oh my god, excellent. I'm going to need to Google these. <laughs> and it's like, their main song is like Britain come back. <laughs> Excellent. If that's not being added to that podcast, I, to, to the, um, the my playlist, that is, I'll be disappointed in myself. Yeah. So it's a bunch of like hot guys from a bunch of different countries in the EU, just like singing towards the UK on a sand on a beach, like the dream. Like <laughs> <laughs> I've never wanted anything more. So yeah, go check that out. It's great. I will. I'll come back for episode three and let you all know. My favorite Brexit thing was, um, you know the new Pokemon game? Nerd alert. Nerd alert. Um, The new (laughs) Pokemon game. um, It's obviously set in a Britain-inspired area. And so people kept like photoshopping like Brexit signs into the game. And (laughs) I don't know if you know of the infamous NHS bus sign. I don't think so. Okay, so right, quick re- recap for our American listeners that aren't aware of the fucking hot mess that is Brexit and Nigel Farage. So, um, they got this He's massive. He's the one that kind of looks like Trump, right? He is like, like the beach blonde hair. A horrific human being. It, no, that's Boris Johnson. Oh, okay. Also horrific. Nigel Farage is a weasel, and I just got a leaflet through from the Brexit party asking me to vote for them in the European what? elections. That makes no sense. Yeah. Anyway, the best part was that they, because they, they named them because we're all on the um, Electro, so that, you know, it's Dear Robbie, please vote for us. But they sent one to Sarah. What? Sarah's from Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's no literally sense. from the EU. I'm like, ah, weird, weird. Yeah, so the bus, right? Okay, so for about a year and a half, um, the the, the Leave campaign, so the, the Leave EU campaign, had this bus driving around the UK and it was it said something like, if we leave the EU, we will save £360 million a year or something that we can give to our NHS. I don't know why yes. I said that so weird. Our National Health Service. Socialised healthcare, everyone. I think I'm starting everyone. to remember this. Anyway, um, the day after the vote so we all vote on i can't remember the date but then all the votes are counted um 
and then the 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 morning after the the result was revealed so it's revealed that like 6 a.m we're, we're we're leaving the eu we've we've uh, we voted to leave the eu it was fu- it was devastating like literally people in the street were crying it was so weird like it was i've never experienced such a politically charged election in the uk other than oh, the, i feel you other than the independence vote but um, it was very bizarre but um on uh, a chat show i think it was this morning it's like a a morning chat show nigel farage was on and they were like okay so congratulations your campaign won we're leaving eu what are we going to do with the 360 million that you've promised us and he goes oh we didn't we didn't promise you 360 million and they were like well here's a picture of the bus that literally says you promised us millions of pounds and he goes oh no um no that's not that's not a thing i didn't i didn't sign off on that bus what so there is now I think it's still ongoing, like a criminal investigation as to like the lies and the misleading and the misrepresentation that has ha- that happened in the 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 um the Brexit vote. Um, well, good luck with that. <sighs> as you can see, a lot has changed in the U.S. since the Mueller report went out. Oh, I can imagine. And by a lot, I mean absolutely nothing has been done. <laughs> Though to be fair, there's entire pages redacted out of it. Yeah. So. Useful. Useful. You can, it's totally readable. Redacted. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> oh, yes. That should be the new title of this podcast. Oh, it should. <laughs> Redacted. How did we get onto this? Why are we so politically charged today? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I'm always on it. My poor friend, she just left um for another job and we had a going away lunch and someone got me started on politics and that was the rest of the lunch <laughs> sometimes it has to happen you know because the new u.s census is coming up and uh, i have a lot of thoughts and you know how i get when i have a lot of thoughts that's true you can't contain that you can't contain no. so just to change the subject and think of something that I actually enjoy about where I live. I sent you an article about the Flintstone house. Yes. <laughs> so I love this house. I see it every single time I drive to San Francisco on 280. It's wonderful. I don't understand. What do you not understand? Just <laughs> the ability to spend so much money on these things. <laughs> well, there was a new report and it's like one out of every 11,500 people in San Francisco is a billionaire. Okay. So people there just have like money to burn. Also, that means that your chance of bagging a billionaire husband <laughs> is very high. I mean, if I lived in San Francisco, I'm in San Jose. That's a whole hour drive. So you just need to keep it worth it for a billionaire. Yeah, that's a whole hour drive though. <laughs> <laughs> Can they not come to me? <laughs> I mean, think about it. I already spend at least two and a half hours in my car every day just driving to work and back Mm, this is true this is true that's why you get a bus i mean you couldn't get a bus it's very far no we can't get a bus because we don't have good public transportation but (laughs) i would have to take the caltrain and you don't want to get on that too often like it's great to go to pride and it's great to go to like you know big events but like yeah if you have to go from caltrain onto BART, the likelihood that you are sitting in a seat that someone has 
you know, urinated in is high. It's not ideal. Welcome to San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the Flintstone house. I'm not going to lie. I got like four or five paragraphs into the article and then I just had to be like I need pictures this is I can't focus on words right now I need to see more of this and I was just like it was the quote that was like the headline or something where she was like if I see a dinosaur I have to buy it yeah (laughs) I see any dinosaur I'd buy it it's a house that looks just like it's a house that looks like the the Flintstones house from the tv show the Flintstones and it's this older lady and she just buys dinosaurs (laughs) And it's amazing. And it's like right off the highway, so you can kind of see it. Mad. And it's just, it makes me so happy. And that, that that this is someone's passion in life makes me so happy. And it's just so San Francisco. <laughs> it's just so California. I'm going to really quickly um, see if I can find an article about my favorite house that I see on my commute. Is it the castle? Because that would be my favorite. God damn it, yes, I was going to try to play the picture of the castle to send you and have you be like, meh, we don't have castles, so we have a Flintstone house. When to be fair, I have to drive like a half hour to see this house. True. You get to walk and see a castle. It's true. That is so yeah. much better. Yeah. It's kind of terrifying that I could walk to work in the same time it takes you to drive to work. Yeah. You are you are far away from your work. <laughs> I'm not. It's only 15 miles. So if there wasn't traffic, it would take... If like, everyone else could just fuck off, yeah, I'd be fine. <laughs> if there wasn't traffic, it would take 20 minutes tops. 15 you minutes tops. You need to go in earlier. The traffic starts at 7, and it doesn't yeah. end until 10. So my brother, um, he's a little bit nervous about driving into the city. And he now mm-hmm. works in the city. So he drives in sometimes at 6am to avoid traffic and then just comes and shows with me up at work and has coffee and then goes along Aww, to his work. That's so sweet. You think it's sweet until I realised that he just uses me for my free coffee. <laughs> and I was like, wow, a snake. I shared yeah. a womb with a snake. <laughs> but he gave you CPR. This is true. <laughs> He's earned the free coffee, yeah. <laughs> That was the Flintstone house. Yeah. What was the next bit? <gasps> the ads. <laughs> okay, so quick explanation. Lisa sent me a video, um, a YouTube video on Messenger, and I, I didn't even open it. I just saw, I saw like an image and I messaged her saying, what is this? And she replied possibly like 12 hours later being like, I can't even remember what you said it was. You were like, it was very busy. It wasn't what it was. <laughs> I think I said it was a frog. Yeah, you were like, oh, that's a that's a frog. And then I was like, is it? And then you went, oh, no, wait, that's a cute. Oh, no. So I said, ooh, what is this? And you replied, it's Joffrey out of context. <laughs> and then you went, oh, no, wait, that's a tiny squeaking frog. It's so cute. And I went, that video is definitely not a frog. It's the Texas hammer? Question mark. <laughs> And I, you just never know what you're going to get with me. <laughs> More confused. Like, did you mean to send that to me? Obviously, we later discussed you did. But I was baffled. I, part of, oh, part of me was like, does she think that guy's Joffrey? <laughs> no, I will send you that video, the, the, the Joffrey one. Okay. So what did you think of the video? <laughs> the Texas Hammer was... <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it was a very passionate advert for a Texas lawyer, and I think that's what you want. I did like there was no guns, which I expected there to be guns. You know, he's a lawyer. He has to tamper it down. It's true. It's true. But um, yeah, he was very good with a mallet. Um, or oh, sorry, sledgehammer. I like that he brought in his team that were also known yeah. as the Texas Hammer. They were great. <laughs> you would think he would have a different name. Yeah, but no, I just I, it's like shared hammerism. You know, like we're all one. Like such a team. I love it. It's great. Five out of five would hire if I needed a lawyer in Texas. My favorite was when he had the uh, when the big truck was coming at him and it just stopped, <laughs> and he was like, "I thought so." <laughs> I'm gonna do that when I like wave the bus down later today, and then oh, when no. he stops, I'll be like, "I thought so." <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna jump in front of it. Like, it's gonna oh, okay. be on the pavement. Like, you bus, please stop here. I was really worried for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I'm going to be the Texas Hammer and stop the traffic with my body. It wouldn't go well. So I, so in, in, re- in retaliation, sent you yeah. lawyers, injury lawyers for you. That one was very mild in comparison. <laughs> it was, it was. But I just love, so this advert played on TV. Oh. Like, and she just falls down the stairs. <laughs> but like, for the anyone listening to this podcast, it's a team of lawyers and they're in the middle of giving their mo- their phone number so you can call them and as they're walking down these steps outside and one of them just fucking decks it, falls to the ground and then they go, oh, one of them's down quickly and then somebody runs over and goes, is everything okay? And then there's a voiceover that goes, injuries happen to everyone, even us. When you need injuries, <laughs> law- when you need an injury lawyer, we're here for you. And I was like, who planned this? Who thought, you know what, let's make the woman fall down. Well, I mean, have you ever tried to walk downstairs in heels? Not yet. She has. She was not using the proper technique to walk downstairs in heels. Are you, you saying go... it's her fault? Are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> but are I'm you blaming the victim? Because I didn't learn the proper technique for going downstairs until I was in college in sorority. Uh, oh, there's a technique. There's a technique. You want to go down sideways so that there's more mat, like more area. Of. That makes a lot more sense. For your foot to go. Yeah. So I. So there's um, less chance of you clipping your heel on the edge and then nose planting, like face planting. This is fair. I am. Um, we're having a Eurovision party. Do you guys know what Eurovision is over there? Oh, I do, but no one else does. Oh, sad. So we're having a Eurovision party, and Ollie's made the rules that you have to dress up as a previous contestant. And I no, wasn't. You should still explain Eurovision first. Oh shoot! Yeah. Okay. So um. The Eurovision Song Contest is a competition across Europe. Um, and then there's some other countries that aren't in Europe that are in it. Australia's in it now for some reason. Um, it's part of the Commonwealth, I think. Pardon? Is it? Is it part of the Commonwealth or whatever? Um, it is, yeah. But like Canada's not in it, so. What is the Commonwealth? Um, <laughs> can't it's just, just these questions that accepts your queen as their queen, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yes. it's all the bees in your, all, it's all the bees in your guys's have. Exactly. Yeah. So wherever the queen is recognized as the monarchy, wherever she's printed on is money. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear? Right, put a pin in the Eurovision thing. Did you hear that Australia have printed billions of dollars worth of new money, like hard copy money with a spelling error in it? <gasps> what was it? Instead of responsibility, it says responsibility. That's such... I feel like that's an Australian mistake. 
Oh, it's great. First one was letting go of Chris Hemsworth. Next one is... Phils. I mean, they just gave him to America. I don't know. Yeah, it's honestly... Pure him, just being handed off so easily. I know, unlike like I, Canada, I, who just throws all of their worst celebrities at us. Yeah, Justin Bieber coming at you. Uh, oh, right, pin out of Eurovision, back on the desk. Eurovision Song Contest is a contest that goes all over Europe. You put in a singer, there's a massive event on. Um, it's held at the previous year's winner's country, and it's very political. So, like, countries beside other countries will vote for them. So you vote for your neighbours. If they don't okay. vote for you, it's probably because you're at war or you've fallen oh, out shit. or stuff like that. It's very, very uncomfortable. Um, And there's one country that... So there's a country called Azerbaijan and nobody can pronounce it. And I'm like, rude. Azerbaijan? Azerbaijan, yeah. We've nailed it. We're great. I really hope that's how you pronounce it now. <laughs> if any of our listeners are from Azerbaijan... <laughs> yeah so that is the Eurovision Song Contest and we have been challenged uh, nay demanded to turn up in fancy dress as one of the previous contestants are you going to be Conchita no I'm going as one of the girls from Scooch I don't know that one I believe they're the song they're the the UK contestants that sang the song about flying the flag all over the world. Oh, okay. Very We're good. Flying that's a good one. the flag for you. I think. I think that's how it went. Okay. Yeah. I based my D&D character after, after Conchita. That's why I asked. I was going to go as an Irish contestant called Sheba, um, but the co- costume ended up proving to be extremely expensive. I needed a blue spandex suit, like jumpsuit, and then mm-hmm. I was going to sew silver lightning bolts onto it. <gasps> and then I needed silver belts and some massive silver shoulder pads. And then some knee-length silver boots. Ooh. And a wig. You and just was, need a good party city. It was pushing to like £80 online. And I was like, I can't. That's a pretty average cosplay, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But, and like, if I was cosplaying, absolutely. But this is like... A shitty party, no offence Ollie if you listen to this, um, that the outfit will probably be swapped for joggy bottoms and a hoodie an hour and a half in as we're all sitting watching a TV show. Because you know me, I am nothing if not casual. Ah, oh, but comfy's the best way to go. Comfy's the only way to go, really. So but... while... Oh, yeah? Oh, I was just going to say, but crazy costumes are Sus. also yeah. the best way to go. It's true. Yeah. You know how late at night I've been in cosplay? Like, it's bad. I refuse to take this up. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, one year I went as Tina Belcher. I remember this. Oh, it was so good. Um, and then after I went to a rave, <laughs> still dressed as Tina Belcher. Fucking hell. Did you get recognized? <laughs> oh my gosh, by so many people. It was good. amazing. And then, like... Because she has the dances, so I just did those dumb dances all night. It was great. Oh, man, that's amazing. I've never done, like, proper fancy dress. Or, sorry, like, cosplaying. I just love that you call it fancy dress. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not the same when you put that accent on it. Oh, the fancy dress. It's the just fancy dress. dress. <laughs> the fancy dress. Well, how do you want me to say it? Fancy dress. Fancy dress. Fancy dress. Okay, so that's offensive because I don't have an English accent. I would say fancy dress. 
Okay, while we're talking about spending too much money on clothes, um, for our dear listeners out there, um, I am obsessed with the band Paramore. Yes. Um, who have recently just announced fan-inspired merch to <gasps> commemorate the second anniversary of their, dare I say it, best album, um, After Laughter. So I spent £70 on merch last night. Robbie. Ah, it's not my fault. They did it on payday. They knew what they were doing. Snakes. <laughs> so I've got That's a cool... what I say about my car payment, but... <laughs> I got a light pink jumper with a little logo on, this, on, the, on, the, on the chest. I got a t-shirt with their faces on it. And then I got another t-shirt that just says, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, Roseville. Cute. Roseville. Roseville. Um, so your homework for the next episode is to watch the uh, Rose Coloured Boy video. Okay. It's amazing. I still need to watch Dairy Girls. It focuses on anxiety and depression. And yes, you do. Anxiety and depression. Yeah. Sounds familiar. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> The whole album does. You should listen to it. I probably should, but all I do is listen to the Mountain Goats. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know what that is. Oh, they're an American folk rock band. Oh, wow. And they are they just released their new album, and it's amazing. It's called um, In League with Dragons, and it's about a sad wizard. And it's completely inspired by Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, excellent. That's what you want. Yeah. Oh, really quickly, I need your thoughts on Go Compare. I was so... What is the service they are selling? So Go Compare is a website where you can go online and compare different insurance companies. Okay. So you type in your situation, everything that's going on, um, and then it gives you the best prices from different companies. Okay. And for some reason, they had this... I believe he's quite well known, this opera singer, singing, Go Compare, Go (laughs) Compare. Um, And like they had like three or four of these adverts and everybody hated them like it was possibly maybe like the first one of the first nah, i'm not gonna say that I, no that's a bad bold a bold claim but it was a very successful viral um advertisement because everybody was talking about it online because they hated it so much <laughs> so so much so so much so that they had the advert that i sent you that was confusing. Blowing up. Because <laughs> you had sent me that. You had sent me like the first one first, and then you sent me the one where he gets blown yeah. up second. But because they showed up in reverse, like, of well, course. I started at the you bottom. Would... So I watched that one first, and I was like, what in the world is happening? You're British. You don't even have bazookas. Yeah, no, I mean, I think we do. We just don't really use them. <laughs> I mean, they're not for civilian use. No, they're not, no. All guns are banned. Okay, well, so go compare. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that as you loved it because it was, an, it was something else. <laughs> it was definitely something. <laughs> you should watch Super Bowl commercials. Oh no, I'm good. <laughs> they say they're weird. amazing. The only ones I watch are things for like you know Marvel movies and stuff like that. Like just like beer commercials from the Super Bowl. I don't usually, like, I don't watch sports, and I don't really watch commercials anymore now that I only watch Netflix and Game of Thrones, but the Super Bowl, people go all out, and it's great. And they pay thousands for, like, a 30-second clip. Oh, they pay millions. That's a lot of money. I think for, like, a minute on the Super Bowl, it's, like, $2 million. I don't know what I'd do with, like, $1 million. Oh. I'd save it. 
I don't think I could spend it. You couldn't it. even buy a house here for a million. You could probably buy three houses for you. Like, not great houses, but like you could buy. I could definitely get a three bedroom house and still have 900,000 spare. Oh my god. Yeah, no. You you can't even put a down payment on a house unless you. Like, a, a typical down payment here is like 200,000 in cash. Glad to establish we're both broke. I saw, I was reading a. Uh, an American article where they referred to they were talking about like herbs herbs but obviously you guys call them herbs yeah so when he was talking about a singular herb he said an herb yeah yeah except because we pronounce the h we would say a herb <laughs> that sounds so weird to we, me we don't have the n yeah an herb a herb an herb a herb <laughs> <laughs> we can go on about this all day but do you, call it, do you call it honor? No, honor. Then why is it herb? I don't know. It's, it's just different words have different silent letters. <laughs> you, you know, you, to be fair, you can't really make any sense of any version of English. The English is a fucking mess. Like, like one thing that really messed me up is that you guys use an S and realize. Yeah, we do that for a lot of things. Yeah, that messes me up. It we also like, have a, a U in the word colour. <gasps> yeah, you guys have a lot of unnecessary letters and syllables. <laughs> Aluminum. That's spelt differently, yeah. Because I was like, <laughs> I remember one of my friends was like, oh, I hate the Americans and how they pronounce al- uh, aluminium. And I was like, well, they, they pronounce it how it's spelt there. Like, we, it's spelt differently. No, it's not. Thank I was you. Like, yes, yes, it is. Yeah, there's no extra <laughs> I in there. Let's sign off on this podcast. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Join us again next Tuesday. Because that's our day. Tuesday's our day. Tuesdays. Tuesday US time. <laughs> Just to give us some extra time. Extra buffer. But depending on depending on how long we time it, it could be Tuesday UK time too. We'll see. <laughs> it, it was cutting it fine last week. You know. It was four four minutes past twelve on Wednesday. You know, we have a lot of buffer between our time zones. I think it's okay. Thanks for listening, guys. And we will rate, review, subscribe, and tell all of your friends to listen to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, share. Yeah, share it. Word of mouth. This absolute dream of a podcast.